Welcome to the award-winning podcast called The Recordings of a Fangirl. Hashtag, like, sarcasm. Sarcasm! <laughs> my, my number one feature. Um, on this Wednesday, the 21st, Happy Winter 2022. I say that with a lot of love in my eyes. Happy fucking winter. Yes. The season that I was not made for. Um, today, like, is the shortest day of the year. So the sun, I believe, came up like 7 o'clock this morning here in New York. And um, it is going to go down like fucking 4.30. So as I'm driving to cheerleading practice, it will be literally pitch black. Yay! <laughs> Nothing like that going down the New York State Thruway. Yay! Pitch black with people who don't know how to drive. Yay! so exciting it's my last practice before christmas break oh my god thank you we're having our holiday party today at practice and they're getting a pizza party for their brilliant performance at competition last saturday so like for those who don't understand training i will just say this i had to change the pyramid three days before competition which is like a really tough thing to do. But three days before competition, we had to change what the pyramid was gonna look like. And I had another little girl, unfortunately, get sick, who was flying for the um, partner stunts. And I had, obviously I had to put some other girl in. And she did magnificent. She was awesome. And I was so proud of her uh, three days before. Like actually that was no, that was like 24 hours before competition she had to do the partner son she already was in part she was pretty part of the pyramid so at least we got that done three days before but oh my god the girls did so good and i was so proud of them so we're having a pizza party today for our holiday party at our holiday party usually they they, they do like secret santa and stuff like that and they have like so much fun um after we do a little conditioning and practice first so they have to earn their party you know we just don't have a party okay um, and then I have cheerleading during holiday break for those that care to know. Yes, we do. Pra- I, I do practice them during break and they hate me sometimes because <laughs> I make them get to like practice at eight o'clock in the morning for two of those days. But I tell them like, let's just think about this. You get out of bed, you roll out of bed, come in your pajamas. I don't care. Come in your PJs. Put your put your shorts though underneath because they can't practice in pajama bottoms. Um and we'll run through it for two hours and then you can go home, go back to bed and do whatever else you wanna do the rest of the day. The only day that I'm having practice at 10, 10 o'clock in the morning is the Tuesday because it's right after the holiday break. Like they have like a holiday break and I just want them to be able to at least come halfway awake <laughs> on that practice. But anyhow, anywho, so what are we gonna talk about? Hmm. So much to talk about, right? All right. So anyway, I'm looking at my notes. So the Rangers' seven-game win streak is over, but I'll tell you this: we knew that was coming. They're not. You're not going to win every single game. For any fan that thinks that they were going to win like 25 games in a row, 30 games in a row, it doesn't happen. It's very rare that that teams win 13, 14, 15 games in a row. So. Now they can start a new winning streak come tomorrow when they play the Islanders before they go on their Christmas break. Um, but I'm so proud of this team. 
so incredibly proud of how they pulled themselves together and they look like a winning Stanley Cup championship team. They do. They, to me, they look like they can win because they believe in themselves now that they can win. I think, I think what happened and transpired was you had some fresh new faces that came in, right? You had to find some chemistry first. You had to play consistently, which they were not doing. They, and I will say this, for those that don't want to believe it, but Jacob Truba got this team playing the way that they should be able to play. And if you don't want to believe that leadership has anything to do with it, then fine, don't believe it. I don't, I don't really care what you believe. Um, but I can tell you just by looking at it and being um, a coach myself and seeing just from a coach's perspective how much a captain changes the dynamics of a team he changed this and he did it remarkably and he did it on the ice which i think is the best way to do things is not sometimes people don't need to hear words they don't need to have like let's go guys let's go guys like you know uh, speech from a captain in the locker room i mean you never saw Derek jeter do that or eli manning do that really they always show their leadership on the field so for Jacob Chuba to do that against Chicago that in that game, um, you know, with the two fights and the big hit and and then throwing his helmet and telling the guys to fucking wake up was was what exactly what this team needed. Because they saw it. It was it was actual emotion, which I'm gonna get to later. It was actual emotion from a guy telling his team to step step the fuck up. And they did. So, anywho, um, let me see. Dun, 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 no. Um, oh, last night. So, okay. So, last night, though, I will say this. They started off really hot. 22 seconds in, goal. Great. And then they sat back. Once again, they sat back. They tried their best. I mean, I poor Vinny Trocek on how many freaking crossbars posts he's going to freaking hit this year. I think there's like over 20 now from last night. I think he got more, he got, I think he got two more last night. I'm not mistaken. It was two, not three, but oh my God, they tried. And the first period was not bad. The second period, again, they had their issues. Their penalty kill was not that good. Um, their power play was not that good, but I just think they were, you know, it's a three game road trip. It's the last game of the road trip. They've won seven in a row. Literally, I just think they were tired. And I don't, I don't want to be giving that as an excuse as the reason why they lost, but they looked flat. That third period was terrible until the last <clears throat> six minutes when things like heated up and, and things looked maybe promising because then they got their skate legs back and they looked and Panarin was all over the ice. My God, he was like a monster all over the place. So, and, and floor checking and all this kind of, oh, he was doing good. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I think they'll do, I think they'll start another win streak. Come tomorrow against the Islanders. It's a rivalry game. It means something for the division. It means something, period. Every single point counts now from here on out. Uh, not that the points beforehand didn't count, but you got a really um, big, you know, stretch coming so you really want to make sure that you get as many points as possible 
and they're they're in the thick of it. So for all those that thought that they were like dead and this team wasn't going to go anywhere, I see that you've jumped back on the bandwagon. Although some guys, no matter what this team does, will ever be happy. They have to complain about something stupid. You know, they'll complain about, I'll just make this up. They'll just complain about shoelaces, for God's sakes, on their skate, like ice skate, like their laces on their skate, for God's sakes. That's how stupid some people are. And I see that on Twitter all the time. Like, just complaining about stupid shit. Anywho. So let's talk about, like, the non-calls yesterday, first and foremost. Um... So, um, like, the first one, obviously, that I'm going to mention, um, well, first of all, let's talk about the, the game before that, the Blackhawks game, with the non-call on, on Heedle. Hopefully, my God, hope, Phil, I hope you're, I hope you're okay. I know you played last night, but I, I gotta hope, I hope you feel okay. I hope you're okay. I hope you're doing good. Um, because that freaking prick that hit you, that should have been a penalty. But it wasn't called. But I can guarantee if it was the opposite direction, opposite way, and the Rangers hit some guy late, that would be a penalty. And that always fucking pisses me off. That pisses me off. The fact that it's never even um, with, with, with calls like that. But I hope, um, hope you're doing okay. And then, of course, last night, Carter... Like, uh, the late cross check into Lindy's back when he didn't even know it was coming, obviously, into the net. I wanted, I had, like, was having, like, a freaking stroke. That was not called. That fucking asshole, that Carter that hit him. And then, to top it all off, then hearing Sam and Joe, who are supposed to be on the Rangers side, praising Carter for his career or whatever fucking thing they were praising him for. Hello? Lindy could have gotten seriously hurt and you're praising Carter? What the fuck? I, I almost threw the remote at the TV. That should have been a call. And then when Sammy Blay came back at the guy who hit him and Sammy Blay got the penalty. No, that should have been four and four hockey right there. They both should have went to the box. They both should have went to the box. Sorry, but not. They should have both went to the box. So I, I, I'm still pissed off at these refs for not being accurate and then i'll just bring this up if if a new york rangers player a player ever does the shit that maker macker whatever his fucking name is from colorado that did in like two nights ago kale um where he said oh no 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 that wasn't a penalty i didn't he didn't he didn't he didn't hook me i will scream bloody ass murder he just got his team out of getting a power play opportunity because you you had to go to the ref and say don't call that penalty shut your face shut your face if any new york ranger player does that i will be on them like tiny tim on a christmas ham don't ever do that don't ever call your team out of getting a power play opportunity don't ever do that that was the stupidest shit. and ovechkin did that too i believe it was the same night and said, oh, no, no, I didn't trip him, or I didn't do whatever, whatever the penalty was. Shut up. Don't ever do that. Honesty does not need, we don't need honesty at that time during the game. Give your team a power play opportunity. You get a power play opportunity, you take the power play opportunity. Goodness gracious. 
that was like really, really ridiculous. Okay. All right. So I have questions for Jacob Chuba. Now they're really actual like questions. I was thinking this while I was watching last night. Okay. So Jacob. Okay. First, number one, do you, okay, when, here he's during the game. Okay. So this is like during hockey game question. During the game, when do you feel the need to have a big hit? Because they were talking all about your big hits and all this kind of stuff last night since you were playing, you know, the Pittsburgh Penguins and your big hit against Sidney Crosby is the reason why they, you know, the Rangers beat them last year, according to them. That's not according to me. That's according to that. Sprock the team. Your big hit on Sydney. Okay. So here's my question for you. When do you feel you need to have a big hit? Is it a spontaneous thing? Does it just present itself and then you have a big hit and it sparks the team? Or do you in- intentionally look out for people on the ice to hit to spark the team? That's literally my question. Because I was watching all the hits and I was like, okay. Did he think about that or did he just hit him? Because I love your big hits. Obviously. And they're all clean. They're clean heads. We all know that everybody, like, you know, in the NHL, like, you know, you're like the big number enemy number one. Um, which I love that, by the way. Um, I'm just curious. Like, do you think about it? Like, when you're sitting on the bench in between shifts, do you think about having a big hit? Or does it just present itself? That's question number one. Okay. Here's my question number two. Okay. So like during the game, in between periods, okay, do you tell the guys what they're doing wrong and how they can improve it or what they have to do? Or is it like a quiet time? Like does everybody just like catch their breath during like intermission, like in between periods? Um, Do they watch film? Do you have the iPad in there? Do you watch things? Because I find as though sometimes in between like the first and second period, you guys, it's either you guys come out blazing in the second or you come out flat. And then between the second and third, lately, you come out like blazing in the third period for the most part, except maybe minus two games this year where you came out like you were just like skating. Um, And that was all you were doing, like ice capades. but, like, do you guys talk about things in the locker room in, in between periods? Or is it just a time where everybody just catches their collective breath? That's my question, Jacob. I, you know, I would, I would love to know that. Um, but anyhow, and um, so speaking of Jacob Trooper now, too, I'll, since I'm talking about Jacob, we'll go right into this. So facial hair. Okay, so Jacob, what's the story here with you? Are you going to grow facial hair this year? Because you look much, I will say this, you look much more, I, want, I can't think of the adjective I want to use. I don't want to say tough. I'll think of an adjective, maybe later. But you look tough. Er. Like you look more rough and tough when you have like facial hair on than when you don't have facial hair on. Like there are some guys on this team that need fucking facial hair and there are guys on this team that I hope they never grow it. For example, Mika and Crides, they they have their luck. Do not change it. I know sometimes Crides likes to like shave off his goatee and start over. Don't do that. Just leave it there. <laughs> Just leave it there. The two of you look so much better with like your facial hair and what you're like. I, I feel like that that that's part of your look. 
right? Like each guy has their look. And Laffy needs his goatee. You cannot shave your goatee and just have a mustache. Sorry, but not sorry. You look like a fucking porn star with just a mustache. You're not a porn star, honey. You're a hockey player. Let's just remember that and go back to that. You're a hockey player, not a porn star. Do not just have the mustache, have the goatee. Like Panarin and Kako can never have facial hair. They look so good without facial hair. They do not need facial hair. Igor is like in between. Like sometimes he looks good without, but I think he looks good when he just has a little on. Like um, Heedle, he looks good when he has a little facial hair compared to when he doesn't have facial hair. Right? Um, Sammy Blay looks better without facial hair than when he has facial hair. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, Jimmy Vassy can never grow facial hair. Uh, no. Never do it, Jimmy. Jimmy, never do it. Don't think about it. Don't look at it. Don't think. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm trying to think of. Well, Vinny Trocheck is facial hair. Um, and the way he, and the amount you have right now is, is perfect. Um, I'm trying to think of each line. I'm just trying to go through the lines. Um, Adam Fox can never either. He looks better without than with. Although I like him a little bit with a little rough on his face, but no, no facial hair with you either. Uh, Schneider, same thing. Schneider can never grow facial hair. Please do not do it. Please do not do it. I don't care if they dare you to to do it. Don't do it. Uh, Key, he looks good with a little facial hair on his face. Just Just a tad, just a little bit. That's all he needs. Don't think about growing it like a wild, like, atrocity on your face. Don't. Um, I'm trying to think. Let me see other lines. Did I forget him? Oh, well, Gautier looks really good with a little on, too. Like, a little rough on your face, Julian, looks really hot. Same as um, Brodinsky. I think a little on you looks really good. Do not grow an atrocity. I know, because I'm just saying, do not grow an atrocity. Um, obviously I haven't mentioned Lindgren yet because he's like the top of the conversation when it comes to this. I just want to say like everybody and their mother had a fucking conniption when you shaved off their mustache. I don't know how many fucking posts I had to read where everybody was like sad, except me, that you shaved it off. So on my blog, I put pictures of my favorites for Lindy. So my favorite is right now. He looks damn fucking fine with just a little tiny facial hair, like a little rough, not too much rough, but a little rough on his face. This is your best look. And you look like a totally different person, which is a good thing. It's a good thing. I think you look older without than when you have facial hair. Usually it's the opposite, like a guy looks older with facial hair, but not Lindy. See, Lindy's a special guy. He's a special dude. There you go. He's got like some sort of magic thing going. I have no idea what it is. I like to find out what that magic is. But anyhow, so I have that as my favorite. The second favorite is when he has a little facial hair on. It's just enough. It's like just like, you know, like it's the it's the three little bears where it's just right. Just right. The third is just that mustache. That was pretty good. That was pretty damn good, I have to say. It was good. And the last was when he had the atrocity on. That was not my favorite. 
But yeah, I called him a sexy beast because I'm telling you, I am a girl who does not like facial hair on a guy. I do not go for it. Somehow, Lindy got me to like his. He's the only man I can ever say that I actually liked when he had the atrocity on. He could pull that shit off. Because when most guys have like this like caveman thing going on their fucking faces, they can't pull it off. Lindy can pull that shit off. And he looked fucking fine doing it, I have to say. So when the playoff time comes, I know he's probably going to grow it. I, I, I don't care. Like, literally, I don't care. Whatever you, whatever you want to do with your fucking face is fine with me because your face is fine. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. All I'm going to say on that. Okay, let me, I have all my notes here. So let me just look to say, um, oh, my questions. Um, oh, you know what blew me away? was the fact that Mika and Kreider like TikTok. I was like, holy shit, you guys watch TikTok. So you have a TikTok where you just watch TikToks. So Mika, that's this is what we're doing. We're just watching TikToks. So every time I see you with your phone, then you're watching TikTok. So, okay. So here for everybody, including Mika, here are tips for TikTok because the algorithm knows what types of videos you like to watch so it will keep showing you those videos but you can go into the search engine on top of TikTok and write in the in the search engine what you want to see and if you keep doing that the algorithm will will fine tune what videos pop up in your for your page for your page you know your your feed I don't think people knew that. Also, there have been some like funny things that people do. So if you want to see what type of men, for example, for the women listening, what type of men TikTok thinks you're interested in, type the word in men and this funny shit comes up. Same with women. If you type in women for men, this funny shit comes up. And then people can act, you can actually go into the search engine when you want to type in, you know, funny funny videos and all these different search stuff will come up like funny cat videos, funny dog videos, funny animals, funny kids, whatever it is, right? Funny sports videos. You can fine tune right in that search engine exactly what type of videos you want to look at. And you can click the X and they can, you can put it irrelevant because that's not what you're into. So you can actually fine tune your for your page. I don't know if Mika knows that, but you can do that. So this way, every single video that you want to see comes up. So there's your, t- there's your social media tip. There you go. And it's a courtesy of make a liking TikTok. Um, which, by the way, is freaking 500 times better than Instagram. So if you're still on Instagram, why? Like, literally, I, this is the question I ask everybody every day. Why are you still on Instagram? I get the stupidest people giving me the stupid answers. But remember, Instagram is recycled content. It's all recycled from TikTok. And it's probably now recycled from YouTube because you can create YouTube shorts. You can create your YouTube short, you can screenshot it, and then you can put it on Instagram, which a lot of people are doing. And speaking of YouTube, just for a quick second, YouTube shorts is like the hottest thing right now. The hottest thing right now. So yesterday, while, while at cheerleading practice, mind you, we're in the middle of like, you know, a water break, which I had to give them like a five minute break because we were stunting so hard. Um, 
I created a YouTube short, right? Because I, I made these candy cane hearts. So for those that want to know, you can take two mini candy canes. You make a heart in them. You put them on a parchment paper on a cookie sheet. You put the oven on 300 degrees. You put them in. They melt together in like about seven minutes. And you have like these candy cane hearts, which are really cool. Um, I put this video, I put that video, which is 15 seconds on YouTube, and I put it to a Mariah Carey's um, All I Want for Christmas is You music with a certain part of the music that I like to hear that goes with it because the audio is very important when you're creating video. Um, and then I put, my text was, if you can't handle this ass, you don't get to handle this ass. 2.5 views, 55 people liked it. And I did that like late yesterday, like it was pretty much like after five o'clock. So I'm telling you people who have businesses or who are entrepreneurs or who just want to be like, unfortunately, social media famous, that's what you need to do. You literally can put crap on there and people watch it because that's what people want. People want like real crap. They don't want you to, they don't want to see your perfect polished videos anymore. They don't. That's why TikTok is so popular and that's why now YouTube Shorts is popular. It's because it's real stuff. It's not Instagram where everything is celebrity and fake. And I just commented on somebody's TikTok this morning because they were putting out like, you know, oh, well, um, with all these celebrities that tell you how, how much weight they lose and they, how they lose it and stuff, and they lose it fakely. They're fake. They're, they're, they're fake. Don't, don't believe when they say, well, I have a turkey sandwich for lunch and I had salmon for dinner. No. They have, they have surgery. And then they have get these stupid injections and they do all this stupid shit. So women feel bad about their bodies. Because literally, that's why women feel bad about their bodies. Because you're watching Instagram. Get off Instagram. Your body is fine the way it is, honey. It's fine the way it is. Trust me. It's fine the way it is. If you're unhealthy, then try to be healthy for 2023. But don't go by what you see on Instagram. Please. I have to explain that to like, my cheerleaders like every freaking day. Um, Jacob. Jacob, Jacob, Jacob. I'm just thinking about yes. Oh, I didn't mention that. Yes, the Jacob uh, Karma hit. The James did them that hit. The Jacob Karma <laughs> goal uh, against against uh, the Blackhawks was really cool when he said, "Do you want the puck? You really here, Jacob? Ready? Jacob should have grabbed the puck and literally walked over to him and handed him the puck. Here's your puck." I would, because that's what I would have done. Okay. So everybody on Twitter is talking about, like, you know, the lines and how the lines should be. I think they're fine the way they are, to tell you the truth. Um, you know, I think, I, I hate calling them the kid line, so I call them the young guns line. I think that line should be number two. I think Mika with Panarin is number one line. Um, I, I love line three, and I think line four is fine. Um... I would take out Sammy Blay, though, for a little bit and put in um, Gautier on the fourth line. Um, Brudinski is staying. Let me, just tell, let me just tell Johnny something. Everybody on Twitter fucking loves you. We love you. We, we want you to stay on this team. We love you. There have not been one negative thing said about you on Twitter, so I just want you to know that. 
I have not found one negative shit. And if I find people saying shit about you, I will attack them because I love you too. I think you're awesome on this team. I think you fit on this team. We love your grit on the ice. You're gritty. You're tough. You're grindy. You're, you're out there. I mean, your butt got a goal. I mean, hey, if you can't, that, you know, there is the title of badass right there, right? We love you. We want you to stay on this team. So I think Gautier should have some more minutes. That's the only difference with the lines. I think he deserves to get a shot on the fourth line. Once again, bring him out there. Bring him out. All right. Um, oh, and then the caca. Oh, the caca. No. The, the Laffy and Lindy dad joke segment that was um, shown yesterday. I don't know if the New York Rangers admin, whoever came up with that segment, really understands what the word sushi really means, like an urban dictionary. <laughs> and the fact that I had to explain that to somebody yesterday in PG-13 style um, was very hard to do. So I'll try, I'll, I'll do it PG-13 style. When anybody, because you can tell just by looking at Lindy's face when he was laughing, when Laffy goes, what did the bee say to the sushi? I think that's what he said. Or what did the sushi say to the bee? I don't know. First of all, birds, the birds and the bees come up in mind when you mention bee and sushi together. <clears throat> Hello. But usually people, when they talk about sushi, for those that don't know, the urban dictionary, the, 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 the meaning that other people think of it is either rough sex, um, a threesome, which guys, I'll explain to you why you don't ever want a threesome, or it just basically is talking about the vagina. That is like the PG-13 version I can give, or I forgot one thing. It also means that a guy has a very big, starts with a letter E, I will not say it, during sex, and that's what it means. Those are like, the, that's what it means. Literally, I'm not kidding. That's what it means. Now, oh, back to being threesome. You don't want a threesome. If a girl ever gives you a threesome, I will just leave it at this. PG-13. It means you're not good in bed. Because no girl is going to want to share you with another girl if you are that good in bed. Period. So, anyhow. Anyway... Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. I did that. Um, ta, 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 ta. Oh, yes. Okay. So some other dude had to direct message me again, too, um, and ask me, what did you really mean last podcast when you said that your mouth is a pro and a con for dating you? I, I was like, seriously? I seriously have to explain this shit? Oh, my God. Because I said last podcast, if you didn't catch last podcast, the pro and con of dating me, ironically, is my mouth. And I said, do with that with what you will. And I just left it that because I wasn't going to get into it. So now I literally have to explain that shit. Oh, my God. Okay. PG-13 for some people. The R-rated version, maybe I'll just write into a blog post one day. Um... Mm, okay, so as you can tell, I don't shut up. <laughs> I mean, I do shut up, but I don't. Like, I 
talk and I'm not afraid to tell you how I fucking feel. Like, I'm blunt. Like, if you're annoying the shit out of me, I will tell you you're annoying the shit out of me. Now, I'm annoying. I, I'm, everybody's annoying in their own little way, right? But, like, if you're doing something and you're annoying me, I tell you. Like, I'm blunt. I stand up for people all the time. I'm very loyal. I will stand up for people when people are trying to talk people down. So my mouth opens up. Like, I'm not one to stay quiet when it comes to that kind of stuff. Like, sometimes some people get afraid to open their mouth and say something. I will say something. Like, I will defend my man. You're going to say and you're going to talk bad shit about him? No, I'm the only one that gets to talk bad shit about him because I'm with him. <laughs> you know, like when I'm dating somebody? Like, no. No. Um, so sometimes my mouth gets me into that kind of trouble, I guess. It's not really trouble. It's just the fact that, like, I'm not afraid to speak my mind. I will speak my mind. Now, sometimes, though, sometimes... I, here's the thing, I know when to open my mouth and when to keep it shut. Because sometimes, you know, I like to see karma happen. So karma's a bitch and she comes back around. So I know to keep my mouth shut. I know when to, see, the key to being smart is knowing when to play stupid. And most of the time people don't know when I'm playing stupid because I have a very good poker face. But my mouth sometimes will give that away when I say something, but, okay. So that's like the con of dating me. When I said, I mentioned my mouth, the pro, um, you know, um, what do you do when you date someone? You kiss them and sometimes we kiss lower. <laughs> oh my God. Um, just think of Samantha and sex in the city. And if you don't know who the hell she is, look her up, Google her. Okay. Why do you think my ex wanted to come back after 15? If we dated like 15 years ago, or was it 20 years ago? I don't even know when we dated because I don't even have any recollection of him. That's how bad it was. <laughs> I'll just put it that way. Um, remember, I told you he wanted to date everybody in the state of New Jersey and me, and that doesn't happen. If you're dating me, you're dating me, period. I know what I bring to the table. You're not dating another girl plus me. No, you want to pull that shit, pull it with some other girl. You're not pulling that shit with me. If you date me, you date me, period. Done. End of story. And you won't need to date anybody else anyway if you're dating me. That's how confident I am. So when I say the pro is my mouth, that's what I mean. In PG-13 style. Actually, that was like PG. I didn't really mention any other words. Um, for those people that can't handle uh, <clears throat> more than PG-13. Um... Like I said, I'll write a blog post on that. Um, so Christmas Eve is coming and Christmas Day is here almost. We're about three days from Christmas Eve. So yesterday, of course, we all heard uh, millions of times on TV that Vinny Trocek's grandma cooked for the whole entire team. I, that was, and he's Italian. So I can just have visualized how that went because I am Italian. So if people were amazed that his grandmother cooked for 22 people, my family cooks for 40 every single time. That's how Italian we are. We are Italian. I mean, Vinny, come to my house. Vinny, you're more than welcome to come to my house. Anytime. Anytime Vinny wants to come, you're more than welcome. Um, but the whole team's more than welcome to come. I'll just tell you that much. Um, 
But so Christmas Eve, like we do like the seven fishes, although we've gotten a little lax on the main thing. But so the seven fishes is like the Italian thing to do. We do that. But we also have pasta with no meat sauce. So my mom, my mom makes vodka sauce. So it's a little bit, it's, it's better. So we have lasagna with no meat, which is kind of hard to do. And then I think she makes stuffed shells. So we have that pasta and then we have all the fish and, and um, the cheese crab meat fondue is like the best i have to say like that's my favorite um but my cousin carrie went to like you know chef school I'll call it chef school she went to school to learn how to be a chef and she is fantastic so we have like the best in our family um when it comes to that kind of stuff so christmas eve at six o'clock for those that need to know i i have it at six <laughs> i i'm in charge of desserts that's my thing all desserts. I've made 375 cookies this year. So obviously we're having cookies. And then I am making red velvet donuts. And then I'm designing it into the form of a tree. Powdered. So they'll be like, it look like snow covered the tree. Red velvet donuts. That's what I'm making. So I'm making that dessert. Plus I have the cookies. And then we have other people bringing like cheesecake and stuff. Because we're Italian, obviously. We have to have cheesecake on Christmas. Um, um, and then Christmas Day is at 4 o'clock at my brother's. And I'm bringing cookies there, and I will bring something else. I haven't decided what other dessert I'm making. So, oh, so later, right after I'm done with this podcast, I am making my pizzelles, my cookies, the Italian cookie, the pizzelles. I have the machine to make them. Yes, you don't bake them. They, they're actually in like a machine. Like it's almost like a waffle maker type machine, for those that need to know. Um, it's really cool. Um, and I'm making those. So those are the last of my cookies I have to make. And I can make like, I think I make like two dozen of those. Maybe even three dozen of those because that machine makes two at a time. I mean, it's time consuming because I have to stand there by the stupid freaking machine, but I love it. Um, so anywho, um, people are more than welcome to come to my Christmas Eve. <laughs> Christmas Eve is six. Don't be late. Um, it's actually at my uncle's. So we're at, we go to my uncle's every Christmas Eve. It's so much fun. Um, like I said, if any new Granger player is not doing anything for Christmas Eve, you want to come, hit me up. You can come. Lindsay, hey. You can, you can come. <laughs> you can come. No problem. Laffy, come on. Come on down. Vinny, I know Bobby Vinny's probably doing something for Christmas Eve, probably, but we'll see. If any of that wants to come too, hey, more the merrier. I only have like 24 this year, which is actually shocking because like my family from Colorado and my family from Vermont is not coming down for Christmas. They're not coming in for Christmas. They came for Thanksgiving. So there you go. All right. Anywho, I'm doing a contest for those that need to know. I am doing a New York Rangers jersey contest. So check out Twitter because that's where the contest will be. And it will probably be... I will probably post that contest tomorrow during the Islanders game for those that need to know. All right. So that is it for this week. The week is officially over for me. So I will talk to you all next week. Now, next week, I will do a video podcast on Friday, New Year's Eve. Eve, is it? The 30th, right? Um, I love doing like my podcast like on like the end of year podcast or like the most cool. 
So we'll do that. Surprise team, I am I'm totally shocked about how awesome they have played and how awesome Kirk Cousins has been because I did not see that coming. I will say that, but I think they need to be in the Super Bowl. Now, who the other team they're going to face is, I still I still don't know. I, am I leaning towards Buffalo? I don't know if I'm leaning towards Buffalo. To see Buffalo go there and lose, that would be kind of like, you know, iconic. Since they, every time they've gone to the Super Bowl, they've lost. Um, but I think Minnesota. I'm picking, so right now, my pick right now, I will tell you here in this podcast alone. I'm picking Minnesota to go to the Super Bowl. Who they face, I don't know yet. We'll figure that out, but I'll do my playoff preview next week. And for the AFC, I don't know. The Bengals? I don't know. I don't know. I'm still out on that. The jury's still out. All right, so have a great Christmas if you guys celebrate Christmas. Have a great Christmas. I am enjoying my days off Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and even Monday. <laughs> Although I am cat and dog sitting. So, but that's easy. I just go take the dog out, come back, you know, go back and forth. She doesn't live that far from me, so, which is good. And then, oh, oh, I know. And then Tuesday, the 27th, where's Lindy? Lindy, I will be at that game. It's the Lindgren Bowl. That's what I'm calling it. It's Capitals versus Rangers. I'm sitting near the, near the goal. Goal. I'm going to heckle your brother. <laughs> I'm going to heckle, I'm going to heckle Charlie. I'm going to say the best Lindgren is Ryan, not you. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to say yet, but I'm thinking of something. That's the goal. That's the game, though, Lindy, that you're going to score your goal on. You are going to score against your freaking brother. It is going to happen. I'm manifesting that shit. I am going to be there to see that shit. You are scoring a goal against your brother. See, I want you to score a goal. I want you to score a couple goals here. Come on, let's go. You have what it takes. Come on. I believe in you. Let's go. Let's go. Can Foxy get him the fucking puck? Can you give him the puck and have him shoot it? Can we, can we, can we create some sort of play for Lindy to score a fucking goal? Score a goal. Can he score a goal? Now, if he's not going to score against the Islanders, can we do it against his freaking brother in net? Because I will have a fucking conniption right there at MSJ. And then I'm, I'm going to take a video of me doing my leg kick. Because someone said on Twitter they'd pay to see me do it. You don't have to pay to see me do it. It's okay. It's okay. I can still do a high leg kick. Now, I'm lefty. It's odd that my right leg, I think, goes up higher than my left. But I'll do both legs. And I'll take a video next week of practice. Because um, I have to do it on the chair mats. I cannot do it on, like, on like regular floor. It has to be on the chair mats. Um, it's also better for my back, too, by the way. So, yes. I want to see you get that goal against your brother. I'm manifesting that shit. That's happening while I'm there. I'm, I think I'm in section 109 that time, this, this game. I have to look at my tickets. I have no idea. Um, but I'll be in the city. If anybody wants to meet up with me on that day, I'll be in the city most of the day. I have practice from 10 to 12. I have to go and take the dog out and feed the cat early, like probably around 2. So then I think I'm going to be in the city if I get down there for 3. That's like my goal. So I'll be there from 3 o'clock until, you know, pretty much I'm in MSG at 6. So from 3 to 6, if you want to meet up with me, let me know. Hit me up. Ciao. Ciao, Bella.